thrusters won't stop firing. I think I'm being followed. My dad is turning green, like literally green. My last nav check put me on the range point four. This is control. Be reasonable. Keep calm and remain on the guard frequency. Welcome pilots, you've tuned to the guard frequency because as all good pilots know, when you're out in the deep black, you want to keep one ear on the guard. This is episode 231 of the Best Damn Space Sim podcast ever, recorded on Friday, September 28th, and made available for download on Tuesday, October 2nd, 2018, over at guardfrequency.com. I'm Jeff. I'm Henry. And I'm Tony. And we're free from pain in Henry's stream domain, a soul set free to fly, right Jeff? That's right, Tony. Remember, folks, Guard Frequency is not a one-way conversation. We welcome your comments over at GuardFrequency.com and Discord.GuardFrequency.com. You can also reach us on Twitter at GuardFreak or Facebook.com slash GuardFreak. Your feedback's an important part of what we do, so hit us up and tell us what's on your mind. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe to our shows at feeds.guardfrequency.com or by searching for us on iTunes. And if you're not doing anything on Friday night, then you should come join us at around 10.30 p.m. Central as we record Guard Frequency live over at twitch.tv forward slash guardfreak. Do you like what we do? Want to help us make the best damn space sim podcast ever? You can always support the show by visiting our website, clicking on the Patreon logo, and becoming a regular subscriber. We want to thank all our Patreons who support us week on week. We hope you'll consider joining them because the more support we get, the better show we can make. Just head over to our website and click on the big Patreon logo to help out. And this week, at the end of the show, we'll have a special announcement for our Patreons, so be sure to stay tuned. Also, don't forget about our sister productions, Priority One and Heroes Rise. Priority One covers all things Star Trek, from the TV series to the MMO, the novels, the movies, and everything in between. Be sure to check them out at PriorityOnePodcast.com. Heroes Rise brings you up to date with the world of Dungeons and Dragons. Learn all about the latest publications, tools, tips, tricks, and traps in less time than it takes to skin a wyvern. Head over to HeroesRisePodcast.com to discover their secrets. And the housekeeping is done, so let's get to the show. What do we got in store this week, Jeff? In this week's flight deck, we bring you all the headlines from Simulated Space, including the latest news from Elite Dangerous, Star Citizen, and Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. Next, we'll get the news from the Deep Black with Spencer McDonough on Galactic Public Radio. Then Commander Kinetic Impulsor is back with help getting alien tech in Nuggets for Nuggets. And after that, we continue our audio adventure, Guard Frequency Origins, where the basement of wonders holds mystery and computer files. And finally, we open up the feedback loop and let you join in on the fun. Lace up your booties, campers. It's time to head out to the flight deck. 3175 Port Bay, hands on approach, checker screen, call the ball. Don't get technical with me. Here are the top news bits from the world of space sims. Rebel Galaxy Outlaw channels their inner Bob Ross with another video. This one's all about painting happy little spaceships. Elite Dangerous is the ultimate teaching tool for some NASA folks, thanks to Professor Scott Manley. And some people are getting super secret early looks at the Q4 Beyond update. Not us, but some people. And it turns out that we were wrong about something Star Citizen related. Well, technically, Kin Shadow was wrong, but number one, I'm in charge, so everything is ultimately my fault. And number two, it's more fun for everybody when I'm wrong. Uh, and also, Crytek filed a response to CIG's response to the second amended complaint in the case, and it's sort of boring. But happiness and paintings and Rebel Galaxy Outlaw are things that make me happy. Yeah. Dude, I'm so glad we have Rebel Galaxy Outlaw to talk about every week now. That game looks like it's going to be fantastic. 
the yeah. painting looks amazing. Yeah. Why did they do that? That's so much detail. But uh, you know what I mean? It's I'm so excited about it, though. I mean, what a great They're, tool. They released a video. Yeah, well, well, they, they released a video this Explain week. it a little bit before yeah. I start gushing about yeah. it. But, oh, wow. Yeah, Henry's going to gush. <laughs> Henry's going to gush. So they did this. They did the, they, they released another video. It was about 30 minutes long. And it is a sort of a feature show-off video, right? Uh, of what of of this in-game in-engine painting tool they have that lets you customize your spaceships in the engine, and it morphs from a feature demo to a product demo to a user manual in the space of about thirty minutes. I'm going to confess I didn't watch the whole thing because it got into it got it gets into the weeds, but I am confident that if I actually sat down and watched that whole video. I would be able to go into their game once it's released and paint my ship however I wanted to. I mean, it gets into that level of detail, and it was impressive. I don't know that they needed to. I think they showed a lot about how the tools are pretty intuitive. For anybody that's done any kind of modeling or anything, and the people that are going to really spend time customizing their stuff probably would have, I think. I'm really looking forward to it. I, I've, I like the idea in Elite that I can get like a decal or something like that, but here there's like no comparison to the level of uh, customization you can do with this. It's really cool. Uh, really cool. The, the, the coolest customization of Starships that I've seen has been in for me, Star Trek Online to this point, because I really like the being able to play with like the Federation models. Now, you can't really customize the paint on those. You can choose from a bunch of different no. skins. That's as far as you ever really see, right? And, he, and and maybe in a Vorion, you can change the color of blocks to some extent, um, you know, in building games like that. Here, you know, they're, they're giving you a tool that I don't think anybody would have asked for, for one, and it's really well done. So well, well done. Yeah. Way to go. Yeah, it, it, it looks amazing. Now, and I think, let's talk about for a minute why many games, multiplayer games, like Elite Dangerous, like Star Citizen, like anything that's online, couldn't give a customizable tool like this to everybody that plays the game online. Oh, I know, because Ken Shadow oh, would paint wieners on them. Ken Shadow <laughs> would paint genitalia on them. That is correct. Your answer... That is the correct answer. That is, that is the number one answer survey says uh, up on the board. Yep. So it's it, this game. Uh, you know, it's a single. It's a single player game. Now, it's, of course, it's not going to prevent people from sharing screenshots and getting three D printed models of anything they want. Really, hear that, Ken Shadow? You can um, still paint wieners on them. Yeah. So <laughs> if that were the thing that I, I think he would tell you, they were missiles, rockets. Yeah, but you know, um, you know. Yeah, but everybody knows. <laughs> Um, and, and he's not here to defend himself, so we can do and, this. And for those who haven't seen our uh, recording of our RPG game live, uh, you might not know what I'm talking about. But if you've ever seen the map in that game, oh my. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before the game starts, uh, there's some. There's usually some free artwork that gets done in our shared. We'll call them shenanigans. We'll call them shenanigans. Yeah, so some some artwork done in our shared tabletop board. Yeah. So um, yeah. So uh, so but but it's a fantastic. It's a fun and fantastic tool. And I think it's. You're right. Nobody. They even said it in their little uh, uh, tweet that they did announcing it. Nobody want. Nobody asked for this. Who wants this? Nobody. Who, you know what? Let's just do it. Screw it. We're gonna do it and get it done. I think they're real proud of it, and they're showing it off, and it it looks pretty cool. Oh, it looks amazing! It looks everything in that game so far has just made me smile. Everything, it's yes. really cool. I wish it was going to be VR. Well, maybe <laughs> you know, someday. Yeah, maybe someday. Well, I, That's fine. I really hope. I mean, my hope is my you know my fever dream is that they take 
the original Re the original Rebel Galaxy, and they take Rebel Galaxy Outlaw, and they marry them, and those two games have a baby, and they put it online, like a, like an MMO of some kind. That's you know down the road one day. I hope they take the capital ship game experience, merge it with a fighter game experience, put it put it in, and put it in the galaxy that they're building. Because I I just I I dig the feel of that place. You want to get up from your captain's chair after a big tactical slow no. battle and then go down to the the fighter bay and take a ship off? No, no I, I mean I don't need to get I don't need to get up from my captain's chair and walk down there, but I could switch views. I mean that would be fine with me. I don't need the space legs part. I could do without space legs. They could put one of those they, they loading screens those up for you. You want to change a loading screen would be fine. Scenes I would and it would take, be like hold on, Tony. <laughs> I bet it would shave three years off the development time if I told them they could just give me a loading screen. I'm pretty sure it would shave at least that much off the time. But yeah, but yeah, that's what, that's what I'm looking for. That's yeah, but in to. Rebel Galaxy Outlaw, that loading screen would be like a mini game that you would have to play, and it would be like uh, customizable, and you could paint on it, and it would just work. It would be neat. <laughs> I don't think they do anything small. You know what I mean? Everything they do seems big. They could kick you to the ship painter. Yeah, and they should say, cool. "Keep yourself busy, man." Yeah, keep yourself busy. Idle hands busy. or devil's workshop. And with idle, idle hands or devil's workshop. That's buddy. that's actually a pretty funny idea. They could do that. They could totally do that, and yep. they could uh, make it funny in game with uh, different commentary and stuff, which they have the flavor for. Should be oh, really yeah. cool. Yeah. Having channeled Bob Ross in previous shows, <laughs> I gotta say that unless it has little numbers and little lines, so I don't I don't leave the little lines and numbers for the color codes. This feature, this feature sounds like a little over my head. I'll tell you where it won't be, Jeff, honestly. One of the coolest things, I don't know if you watched the video, but even for somebody that no, doesn't no. want to painstakingly I, I, paint I'm, something, I'm, um, they I'm have a kidding. stamp. Like you could put, I mean, remember the fighters that they had in World War oh, yeah. II and they were all decorated and they had like, uh, you know, like, I guess they were decals or probably even hand paintings of like women and things on the side, all kinds of things, uh, sometimes teeth and things like that. You can do all that stuff without having to pixel paint, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I know. I saw that. I, I did see the video. I was just, I had, I had done Bob Ross before in pre in a previous episode for, uh, for one of our, uh, our, our uh, pre preludes. It was, it was Bob Ross and Mr. Roberts' neighborhood, yeah. if, I, if I recall correctly. Yes, yes. So, uh, yeah. No, the decal thing I think is actually pretty cool because you could, like, say, get a guard frequency logo and oh, yeah. like, slap it on the side. That would be a thing you could yeah, do. Yeah, it looked like you so. can use custom decals or were they decals that were built in? I couldn't tell if it was custom ones. He he no he was going to his hard drive. Yeah, that's great. He was like, man, let me get the let me get this PNG file, drop it in there. I feel like, like I mean, these people like, get it. I feel like these people get there's oh, so yeah. many things that you want to do in a space sim, and the idea of it being a big open space sim means you want a whole lot of big open space or big open things to do, and I think they're really really reaching for the stars on that. I see what you did. There. I wasn't even thinking about it at the time, but yeah, whoops, <laughs> whoops, I'm so clever. <laughs> Accidental brilliance. Well done. All right. Well, uh, Elite Dangerous uh, is is not doing a whole lot right now. Uh, they're doing some stuff behind the scenes, but they got a little attention from NASA. Um, Scott Manley went on a Twitch stream with some NASA scientists and was showing off a variety of space games. Kerbal and Elite were the ones that I kind of looked at. Uh, and he was showing them, uh, taking them sort of on a tour of the solar system uh, in Elite. They were driving around. The part that I watched a little bit of was them driving around on Europa uh, in an SRV. 
and they're like, yeah, well, you see, the the volcanic fumaroles on this planet are you know much larger on in actual Enceladus because they reach orbital height and stuff like that. But Scott Manley's like bouncing around on the SRV, you know, running over stuff and driving up to these little uh, spouting craters and things. Uh, and they're like, oh, that's beautiful. The NASA scientists are like, oh, that's beautiful. And like, it's like, see, we do this for a couple hours every day. You know, it's it's fun <laughs> for us. It's just a thing. You know, it's a game we play. Not, not a big deal, NASA guys. It's okay. <laughs> that's great. I missed that so, one. I thought that was I watched, cool. Uh, I watched two Scott Manley videos today. I didn't see that one. And I watch his channel all the time. He's got a great channel. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't. I don't think it's on his. I don't think he had it on his channel. He should. I would. If I were him, I definitely would have linked to it somehow. Sure. I don't know. But I don't think he's got it on his channel. It's a NASA. It was a NASA program. Um, the links are in our show notes internally. And I'll remind our production staff, everybody, people who makes these things. Would you please make sure that link makes it to the uh, uh, show notes on our website? Because it's it, it's it was a fun little video that I saw, and it looked like they were having a good time. Uh, uh, driving around simulated space, they said, "Oh, we could go to we could go to uh, visit some alien ruins and uh, 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 check out some fungi growing on planets." And they said, "But we'll we'll stick to the real science here and drive around just the solar system." So, <laughs> you know, keeping it real for the NASA folks. Let's not get too crazy with those those science serious scientists. Yeah, but there. they're fine going to Super Cruise. <laughs> Shh, they'll go to Super Cruise, but the fungus is too far for them. Well, they they did say they did sort of they did say well because this is a game and we don't want people to like be bored to death so you know they, they, yeah, they again you know, people are willing to accept a little bit of hand wavium because otherwise there would you know the game would be like okay I'm gonna launch for Europa and I'll be back in seven months bye it, you know, uh, there so. hasn't been much going on in Elite since uh, the big no. letdown with the uh, Gnosis and then we're waiting on content and things to come out um, what are you yeah. doing right now in Elite. Oh, I'm uh, I'm unlocking for me. I'm I'm unlocking uh, the uh, bigger corrosion resistant things. They require a bunch of meta alloys, and those are annoying to me. I don't like them. So I went out to the Pleiades to go mine for meta alloys, mm-hmm. uh, and so I've, I've I've got about a quarter of what I need because you got to drop your SRV and drive around a barnacle forest and some of them only have iron and some of them have potassium or phosphorus or whatever and, but then some of them have the metal alloys and yay and then you have to drive back and reset the instance to you know it's 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 a little time consuming <laughs> well i've been i've been working my way back to the bubble since uh, i left the gnosis since the last jump they just jumped again and then i i started heading back oh I just where'd been, they go i don't even remember the name of the system it wasn't far because it can only go like 500 light years so it took me a little oh. closer to uh the where i was going i think so i i jumped with them and it saved me like two jumps maybe um i had like oh, 36 well, yeah. jumps back but i'm taking my time getting back very when, slowly just exploring everything on the way back it's a lot of fun that's what happens when you hitch a ride in a scientist vw microbus I mean, yeah, it, I think there should be more of the scattered about, just kind of jumping around that you can ride with. I think that that was a lot of fun. There needs to be more of that in Elite. Yeah. I feel bad leaving it after the uh, after flying with it for a while, and then the expedition didn't happen, then the attack, and then I've just been out there with it, exploring while it was where it was. I don't know. I'm going to miss that, and the whole thing is over now, so there's no attack going on. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like something's missing from yeah. Elite. I really enjoyed those times. I hope the uh, update comes out soon. Yeah, well, and, and hopefully, like we've talked about before hopefully they do a little better job responding and maybe even encouraging um sort of those uh community organized events uh and 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 find a better way to support those even if it doesn't exactly match your planned narrative yeah uh hmm, yeah okay but uh, but i think that they are maybe doing i'm not gonna call it damage control but maybe 
damage avoidance, damage anticipation, because uh, Ed Lewis, the chief community guy, uh, he tweeted out that they are uh, inviting some community folks in for a super sneak preview of the Q4 update. They called it pre-alpha update. Uh, uh, feature things. That already happened, though, didn't they? They already went. Uh, this tweet came out not too long ago. There was a, a live uh, stream with Yamix and Obsidian, and I forget everybody else on the stream. I'm sorry, a lot of great streamers on the stream. I forget who was, else was in the video. Um, but they were talking about what they couldn't talk about that they had seen. And they seemed very excited uh, about exploration. Yesterday, yeah. Because uh, I listened to that stream today also. Um, prepping for the show tonight. There was uh, it was a lot of good things they couldn't talk about. They said, <laughs> so that was interesting. Yeah. Um, so all right, so you you so they went yesterday. Yeah, and you listened to their stream today. Yep. So what was that all about? The consensus is well, what was about bringing them out there? Yeah. Uh, apparently, it was just a chance to show them what was upcoming and to um, bring a lot of the streamers that are uh, positive to them kind of bring them out there and a lot of other media and stuff. It's kind of like a meeting of a lot of those kind of guys. But they didn't have, they didn't bring everybody out. It was just a handful of uh, streamers and it seems like they picked a lot of positive ones um, which I understand. Sure. Um, they Everybody seems to... So I don't know much more about why they were out there other than that but as far as what they saw, people were talking about um, being very happy with what they saw in exploration changes and uh, things like that. So that's really cool to hear that those guys seeing it in action and working are are thrilled with it. And I mean really thrilled with it, they said. so. That's okay, well, good. I mean, let me put this in a little bit of perspective, just for, for me. Right before, this is, again, a Star Trek Online reference, so that uh, this is our lingua franca, our, you know, our, our, our Rosetta Stone here. Right before season, I think, six came out, one of the Tholians, I was in San Francisco for a family reunion, and I stopped by Cryptic Studios at 5 o'clock on a Friday with a couple of cases of beer, and I got in. And they were just, like, putting the finishing touches before bringing the server down for the next week. And so they showed me a bunch of stuff, right? They showed me a bunch of stuff and said, promise us not promise promise us you won't tell anybody. I said, okay, sure. This, this was prior to my involvement with Priority One. So I was just I was just a fan. I was just oh, a guy. that's funny. And so they, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So so, but I mean, it was it was. But 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 your reaction right there, and the it was the same reaction I had. And was I going to tell them? You know, I really don't understand the concept of this. And could you, you know, no offense, but could you explain to me the significance of the what? It, I was not going to do that. You know what? I I was there seeing something cool I, that nobody else. I could. get exactly what you're saying. And yes, I'm sure some of that happens. But they were critical of like the. Uh, was it, I want to say fleet thing, but it's not. It's like, uh, I think it was the ships, the squadron ships or something, squadrons. Um, they were ta- they expressed yeah. some concern about that stuff, and they seemed pretty worried about that, too. Actually, the words they said was they were pretty worried about that. Um, and, about the squadron feature? Yeah, so, uh, you know, I think they were critical, ah. and, and these are okay. all honest streamers. I mean, like guys like Obsidian, they will say when something's wrong. Oh. Um, when Obsidian Ant has a problem with something, he does. He, he'll yeah, say so. He he's, does. When I say it's he's a true. positive streamer, he's just never a jerk about stuff. He's never like Unlike f me. this, f that. He's just you know he's positive and he's always <laughs> looking towards the good in the game, you know. But that's that's why I figure those guys were picked anyway. But I don't think they were like cherry picking, just talking about good stuff or, or starstruck even um, with the idea that what they had seen was like at at uh, 
the studio and it was super cool because of that i think they were they were genuinely happy with how it was coming out i think i will okay. be from what i've seen i mean i i think um you were talking about it being blue squiggles and all that and i know you're kind of not thrilled about it i'm really excited about it so you know we'll see well, again I'm, I'm i'm sure the system itself is fine and i'm sure that they've done a lot of work in like I said, the game's a bunch of mini games, and I enjoy almost all the mini games. So I'm not worried about their, about the mini game design. I'm not worried about that. I'm sure it's going to be challenging and interesting and engaging and fun and all kinds of stuff. What I'm worried about is the overall system design of exploration. That's the part that I had a problem. That's the part I think needed so, a fix. But the thing I am worried about it is a bit of implementation. You said you're not worried about the the mini game itself playing well. As a VR player, something that's really kind of concerning me is when I jump into a system and I scan it. I don't want my view to instantly change from my cockpit to some scanner that I can turn my head and look all over the place like it's transported me into some scanner or something. I wish I was looking at a console on my dash or something to do my scanning, but I don't think it's going to be that way. I have a feeling it's going to be like when you're in VR in the system map and you feel like yeah, this system disembodied map the map, yeah. floating head that's difficult to, to line up to icons. Cause I don't know if you've ever tried to use your system map in VR but, well, I know you guys haven't, but if you've ever done it, um, any of our listeners, it's difficult to use your mouse. You can't do that at all. You have to use keyboard commands because you can't mouse over something. It's like the depth is all screwed up. And I'd really hate to mm. think that uh, uh, for VR players, there's going to be those kind of issues, which is why I really ho- wish it was something like on your dash or something like that where your mouse would still work and you could just look at it like you do your other computer screens. Um, yeah. That would be better I- for me. I strongly suspect your concerns will be well Oh, yeah. We're going to be a disembodied yeah. head floating in space looking all around and probably trying to focus the sensor by turning our heads, and that is not going to be cool. Um, so those things worry me a little bit. I want to see how that's implemented. And if anybody's heard about VR and what, what their plans are for that, let me know. Okay. Well, concerns to be had, but, I mean, like I said, we have, none of us have seen anything yet. But I think the point of their visits were... To get people out there going, everybody calm down, it's going to be okay. And I think, you know, as far as that goes, it sounds like mission accomplished. So uh, we'll check back in and we know more and we'll pass that along. Uh, and uh, finally, uh, uh, we're going to issue a correction slash retraction slash uh, we weren't quite right. Evocati just got the 3.3 update in Star Citizen this week. They didn't go out last week. So uh, that was an inaccuracy on the part of the show. We apologize for that. Uh, but Avocado, you got it this week, not last week. So Ken Shadow said it, but I let him say it, so that makes it my fault. So Go ahead. Go ahead, everybody. It's, it's time. Jeff, I'm waiting. Uh, I have no comment. Not even in Tony, you're an ignorant slut? Nope. <clears throat> what? Oh, uh, come on. I'm a little disappointed. Well, you know, in reality, we really didn't know. I haven't seen any emails from uh, Robert Space Industries and actually quite some time and yeah oh really oh yeah <clears throat> aren't, aren't you oh were you in avocati last time i uh two times ago i was i was oh. um but uh nothing about in fact i haven't seen anything about my subscription or anything lately La- the last last email i got was 912 so oh. almost two weeks well, two weeks ago they sent out a weekly thing like on fridays do you, are you I, not getting those? I'm not getting those. Oh, well, that might be worth an email because uh, I did because I get uh, the weekly thing delivered, you know, hot off the presses on Friday evening ish. Uh, so um, okay, well, so our apologies on that one, but the Evocati have 3.3.0 now 
plus OCS. And that's what they're testing right now, apparently. Um, and then they'll uh, eventually 3.3.0 without OCS will get moved to the wider waves. Um, and then uh, and the Avocado will keep the OCS stuff. So uh, stay tuned for that. Also, real briefly, um, Crytek filed a response to CIG's response saying basically, nuh-uh. And then they did something new and different this time, which was actually cite some case law. And I'm not going to go into it because it's super lawyerly and, and boring, but it basically was like, in the business of is a really, really broad meeting. So if you're in the business of game engine development, the way that it's written, it can be broadly interpreted, not narrowly interpreted. So that helps Crytek and doesn't help CIG. But that's basically the gist of it. Uh, here in about a week or two, they're going to have a meeting with the judge about discovery, and there'll be orders issued um, off of that. But other than that, it's uh, all is quiet on that front. So when do we think we'll have uh, something? Because I remember when this first started to break, you said it wasn't going to probably be long. We should probably be coming up soon on like some kind of decision in this particular matter, right? Well, what's going to happen next is the judge will issue a discovery order, and then CIG will start to fight that. But the clock is now ticking. Once that happens, they're going to have to start turning over documents. And when they start turning over documents, there's going to be a big fight about what they exactly they have to turn over. That's where a lot of the rubber is going to meet the road as far as what is Crytek entitled to see. Hmm. And we're not going to see all of that fight. Um, we're going to see bits and pieces of it in filings, but a lot of it's going to be under seal and, and things like that. But what I'm really waiting for is CIG's answer, which is usually something that gets file, filed relatively quickly, but in complex litigation can be drawn out for a long time, as we've seen. Um but it's usually something that gets filed within uh, 21 days or so after the complaint. But it says it, it sets forth the affirmative defenses and says or says why what Crytek is complaining about isn't a problem. And that's a subtly different than a motion to dismiss, although there's a little overlap. Um, but it really is CIG's sort of final word as to why we're right and Crytek is wrong. And that's I'm, I'm, that's something that I'm, I'm it, it kind of it finishes drawing the battlefield right. Right now, there's still some uncertainty about where the edges of it are. But once CIG answers, that kind of finishes drawing the battlefield. It can change later, but it's harder to change. Um, and once we see that, we'll kind of have a whole picture. And probably still way too early to call which way anything's going to go. Oh, yeah. Litigation. You, I mean, I can wax philosophical on what I think is going to happen. But at the end of the day, it's the person with the, with the gavel uh, or a jury, uh, if they have a jury trial, that decides these things uh, for... for uh, for once and for all. So, you know, it's a lawyer who says that's not a legal issue or that's not a legal issue. They may be able to say that with a certain amount of confidence or a I think a judge would say this or a judge would say that as a certain amount of confidence. A guy that says this judge is going to rule this way. They don't know what to talk about. <laughs> it is. No, because uh, too many weird things can happen. And that's why most lawyers try to avoid litigation and try to settle things. Because at least that's under your control a little bit. Not so much when it goes to court. That makes sense. That makes sense. Jeff, I wanted to let you know, Amontillado in chat says that you might want to check your junk mail because he's been getting lots of email from CIG about that. Yeah, well, I have a, I have rules that, that dump them into specific folders, so I, I have checked my junk. Gotcha. Well, now that we're all caught up on Space Sim News, let's get caught up on Space News with Galactic Public Radio. 
Good evening from Galactic Public Radio on NC. I'm Spencer McDunn, and these are the top headlines from around the known galaxy. A rash of computer-related crimes has roboticists, programmers, and police searching for answers. For the latest, we go to Smooth Furnace in the MAS system. Thanks, Spencer. Last week, the Galaxy was shocked to discover that the CEO of Copernicus Shipping was allegedly embezzling billions of credits from his company. The most shocking part was that the revelation came via his robotic assistant. As AI ethical and moral behavior is strictly controlled and limited by law and custom, security personnel immediately rejected the rogue robot hypothesis and immediately searched for a security breach. They were not disappointed. Lieutenant Inspector Ramesh Thorne of the Federal Security Service stated, quote, Technicians discovered a highly sophisticated surveillance program within the robot's coreware that was covertly copying certain types of data, namely anything illegal. A minor malfunction caused the robot to incorporate the data into a company presentation. End quote. This news comes on the heels of the apparent destruction and sudden resurrection of two competing computer design firms, Herculean Machines and Supertech. Supertech was the victim of a mysterious and catastrophic manufacturing fire, and Herculean was implicated in a money laundering scheme. Both companies are on the mend thanks to a coordinated shipping campaign organized by independent pilots. But the rash of high-profile technological mishaps are concerning some technology experts. Are consumers really aware of what goes into designing and operating the tools we wear and use each day? Are the companies that make them fighting proxy wars behind the scenes? For Galactic Public Radio, in the Anima system, I'm Smooth Furnace. Thanks, Smooth. With the election just a few weeks away, the three candidates for presidency are spreading the word about their policies. Incumbent President Gibson Kincaid stated, quote, To occupy the same league as other superpowers, we need a single ruler with overall control. I ask that you empower me to lead the alliance into a new era of strength and unity. This is my vision. End quote. Entrepreneur Faiza Silva focused more on economic issues, stating, quote, the current president is driven entirely by ego, as are all career politicians. But it's money that makes the galaxy go around. Only by investing in trade and industry can the alliance truly grow. End quote. An alliance counselor, Elijah Beck, emphasized traditional practices, stating, quote, President Kincaid has little respect for our values, and Ms. Silva wants to make it easier for her companies to increase profits. The Alliance deserves a president who will put the well-being of its people first rather than their own selfish goals, end quote. GPR will be following the election closely. It is scheduled for October 16th. Finally, Mold Federal Mining Incorporated of the Bogwe System are sponsoring a revival of ancient Oktoberfest celebration, an annual event based on the centuries-old Earth Harvest Festival. Via a spokesperson, the company stated, quote, This will be a party like no other, where people can come together to celebrate life, love, and beer. We are honored to play our part in supporting a festival such as this. Nothing is more important to us than helping our communities, end quote. To support the massive effort, an open order for meat, fish, and beer have been placed for delivery to Levitt Port in the Bogwe system. Extra bounty funds have been allocated to provide security for the deliveries. For Galactic Public Radio, I'm Spencer McDunn. Good night.
feet, Nuggets. Tin Hut, officer on deck. As you are, pilots, I'm Commander Kinetic Impulsor from Guard Frequency Response, here with the essential tips to get you around the deep black and back home again. Today I'm briefing you on alien tech in Elite Dangerous. We noticed some of you rooks having some issues and been getting some external pressure on this subject, so we scheduled some training. Lots of non-human gears on the market, and knowing how to get it can be the difference between your future as a simple simian adrenaline junkie and a background temperature sensor anomaly. There's been a lot of hype and speculation about all the weird alien tech coming to market nowadays. I know you whippersnappers want the newest gadgets and don't want to waste your time with proven, reliable, cheap, and plentiful human modules. That's why I'm pretty sure most of you will end up as undifferentiated globs of reddish paste sometime soon. Wait, that's catchy. Let me make a, let me make a note of that. Okay. All right. Okay. Where was I? Right. Uh, alien tech. So due to overwhelming demand and a stern note from the Pilots Federation, I'm going to go over how to acquire and install some basic Guardian tech modules. As your instructor, I emphatically do not take any position on whether you should do this, but after this lesson, you could. First, you're going to need the right ship. Something with a good jump range, a planetary vehicle hangar, an advanced discovery sensor, one laser weapon, a four-ton cargo bay, and at least one, preferably two, point defense utility modules. Most everything else about your ship is up to your personal preference, but those items are pretty mandatory. Oh, and uh, be sure to install those point defenses on the dorsal or top side of your ship. Once you got that all arranged, you're going to want to fly out into deep space. Where you go depends on what you want. If you want Guardian fighters, you'll need to head for one of those newly discovered Guardian beacons. Once you're there, you shoot the glowing things with your laser and then scoop the magic key that appears. You'll need three keys if you want to unlock all three fighter blueprints. If you just want weapons and modules, you can skip that part and just go straight to a Guardian ruin site. You'll notice that I'm not giving you any coordinates or locations. The lawyers told me not to. Anyway, once you find a Guardian Ruin site, you'll want to land your ship such that your point defense turrets have a clear line of fire to the area over the altar found at one end of the structure. Fly over the site a couple of times, you'll see what I'm talking about. Once settled in, you'll need to deploy your SRV and start shooting things. A lot of things. You can start with the two energy pylons buried on either side of the big altar thing. Drive up, wait for them to rise, then shoot the glowing bits until they're charged. This will start a timer which gives you just a few minutes to locate and shoot more energy pylons, six in total around the ruins site. Every time you shoot one, the timer gives you a little bit more time to finish the rest of them off. Cautionary note, shooting energy pylons will trigger their sentry drones. One of their weapons are short-range ballistic missiles which your ship's point defense system can track and destroy, hence the need to park close. Take out the drones as they appear and charge up all six pylons. Once that's done, you'll either need to find and scoop a relic from the structure, if you're after a weapon or module, or retrieve a key from your ship's cargo hold. Drive up to the altar and jettison the key or relic into the triangle-shaped marker in front of the altar. This will probably trigger more sentinel drones. After disposing of them, scan the orb that pops out of the altar. Congratulations, you've got a blueprint for something. But you're not done. You'll need to scoop up all the wreckage from the drones, as well as shoot and retrieve parts from glowing sections of the ruined structures to gather other Guardian materials. Once you're all full of all these things, you'll need to schlep your haul all the way back to the bubble to find a Guardian tech broker to trade in the blueprints and materials for your shiny new gadget, which you'll have to buy from the outfitter. Now, I may sound sorta of disparaging about all the newfangledyness, 
But that frame shift drive range booster is Sierra Hotel, I kid you not, Nuggets. For legal reasons, I'm not saying you need this module, but I'm just saying. Okay, boys and girls, put your finger paints back in the cubbies and change to your flight suits. Skids up in 10, seeing the D black. Come on, mama's not gonna save you today, let's go! You wanna fly or not? Let's kick the tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. Ken Shadow, you wanted to prep an action. Yeah, I wanted to say if <laughs> if I if I if it looks like a if they pull their weapons up and looks like it's going to start a fight, I wanted to prep a disarm attempt. Okay, all right, that's fine. So you're 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 ready and you're close you're close and you're between them and and Adira and so you're this is you're aware you're aware of what's going on in your, your yeah, position. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not like a genius to figure out what direction this could turn. Right. Are there so, are there any uh, like drinks down here <laughs> there is a water cooler next to the elevator <laughs> want some whiskey to pour on spacesuit <laughs> roll perception roll perception justin roll perception okay i was let's see perception where is that espionage <laughs> yeah it's under like, espionage. same thing it's under espionage oh there it is okay yep. yeah nothing immediately apparent there's no whiskey cabinet but there's, there's, no there's a water cooler. There's a water cooler. There's water with little triangle paper cups. So I'm gonna can... get one. I'll take a drink and then I'll be ready to, you know, spill it in case they start to throw it on the floor away. so that it gets slippery so people fall on the Good. Okay. You're gonna Good. throw like a, a half an ounce of water on the floor in front of them. Like, screw you guys. You're in trouble now. The floor's all wet in front of you guys. What are you gonna do? Hey, hey, Kim Shadow also grease the door frame. It's ridiculous, man. <laughs> Kim Shadow's providing a distraction. Was, you know. I was thinking of making a scene, not just like spilling it on the floor. Oh, I was like, that's oh, not oh okay. Hurt. It's like, okay. <laughs> like, oh, dang it. Like, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> he right. creates like, was it the footloose thing? Or... <laughs> <laughs> All right, but do, do, you, do you want it? Do you, are you, are you uh, Red Barnes has had enough of the bickering, is what you're saying? Oh, well, it's more of a if I think I need to. Oh, okay. You're prepping uh, this as well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I got you. All right. Getting his cup of water ready for, for the consultation. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, so Deer's copying files. Uh, Red Barnes is ready to cause his distraction with his cup of water. Henry, are, do you have anything that you need to be doing right now? To, I'd just... like to really look around while we have a minute, while people okay. are distracted and she's busy moving files to see if I see anybody else or anything else down there. Okay. Um, boxes of drugs, product, anything. Sure. Do you want to take you robots. want to take a spin around the lab? Giant robots. Yeah. Can I do that? Yeah. So so first uh, first I want you to roll a uh, a sleight of hand check, like Adira did, to see if you can just walk surreptitiously. They're isn't distracted. That a, isn't that a stealth check? It's he's not he's not he's not sne- being sneaky about it. He's just trying to look like he's aimless, right? It's oh, it's more of a okay. misdirection thing. Same with you. You weren't trying to be sneaky about walking to the computer. You're just kind of like. So it's more of a deception thing. So so Henry is looking nonchalant as he sort of wanders around uh, the lab while everyone else is very intent on their thing. Now I want you to roll uh, perception. And what are you looking for? Tell me what you're looking for when you roll that. Mostly I was looking for anyone that might be standing around, might maybe behind a corner or something, okay. and also boxes of drugs and stuff. Um, you don't see any of those those foot by one foot by one foot by one foot crates. You don't see any of those uh, in there with the roll of a six. Nothing obvious. You don't see any people. The lab is relatively well lit. Um, and there's only... Uh, there's the main room that you're in and two offices 
uh, Clemens came out of one office. Presumably, Dr. Chen owns the other office. Um, and there is really nothing of note in there. However, you do see uh, another active computer terminal in the main lab uh, that was sort of behind some boxes and stuff. It wasn't immediately obvious until you walked around the room. But there is another active computer te- uh, computer terminal in the corner. All right. Um, I don't think I should probably go over there and start accessing that yet. Okay. I think I should probably kind of hang close to everybody else. Okay. All right. So uh, as Ken Shadow is wrestling verbally with these people and as they're going after each other, uh, at some point, uh, Dr. Chen does look, turn around and look at Adira. And says, oh, dang what you, it. Oh, what are you doing? All over my suit. <laughs> roll, <laughs> roll a... Uh, uh, hmm, let's see what this one is. Why don't you roll, roll a sleight of hand? Because this is just, this is misdirection and deception the other direction. You're trying to get noticed this time. I, I got to give it to you, Shiv. So. That's better than I thought you had in you, man. That's awesome. <laughs> it's great. Oh, yeah. Ten. Ten. Natural ten. Oh, it's like you are so convincing about this. You are so convincing about this. And she and she stops looking at a deer, turns to you and goes, Do you have any idea how much expensive equipment is down here? You're going to wreck it worse than anything. You could be shot with bullets, but you're going to wreck it just with a simple stupid water accident. Clemens lights into her again, and they start up all over. The, they start up all over. <laughs> Ken Shadow roll another. Uh, uh, what was it? What, were, what did I have you roll last time? Bluff. It's either bluff or bargain. I can't remember. Uh, this time, I want you to roll charm. I want you to roll charm this time. Ten. Yeah, okay. Ten. So you uh, you uh, at this point here, you sense the steam kind of going out of them, right? They were. She was. She was. She was distracted by somebody spilling water. So at this point, you're sensing that. Things are winding down, right? They've had their, they've gotten their say. They've had, they've said their piece, uh, and so you step in and get them to calm a little bit down. Okay. And Sounds you good. look over at Adira, and Adira gives you a thumbs up because the file completion, the file copying is done. So she's got what she needs off <laughs> off of that. I go. Um, all right. I, I go. All right. Both of you. Long story short, we're on the same team. It doesn't matter where we're from. It doesn't matter where we're going. We're our way out, and we can help you. So I say, you show us how to get out of here safely, and if you want to, you come with us, and we'll make, we'll guarantee your safety. If we need to part ways at some point, that's fine too. But you're coming with us. You need to roll a bluff, and this one's going to be a little tougher. I got an eleven. You got an eleven. Okay, okay. He's look. He looks at you and says, "And can you assure that the?" Your involvement in this and your role in my departure will go unrecorded. I need to—I need my employers to you believe are, that I made it out of here by myself. If anyone else knows that you were down here in this environment, in this laboratory, and saw me, saw Chen, that could go badly for me as well. You have my word. You got any video cameras upstairs? Yes, we do. They're part of the security system that's in—that's uh, upstairs. How about we go? turn the cameras off, and lock the doors, then you guys get out of here. I have a better idea. <clears throat> How about on our way out, is there a way we can sabotage this place a little? Chen, once again, goes, have you, there's no one been listening to me. This place is an investment of a dozen years of labor and, and customization and tweaking and optimization, and I will not countenance anyone wrecking the investment that I have made in this facility. So you don't want to leave? 
But I have to leave right now. There's crazy people upstairs. They've got to be dealt with. But I don't need to be here for them to be dealt with. They should be dealt with and then let me get back to work. So my mask is down and I have something to say to anybody that's listening in our group here. These people are saying, get me out of here safe because the people are going nuts that we're working with. But we're going to come back here and keep manufacturing shit as soon as we're done. So just get us safe. Get us out of here. We're coming right back. That's not the deal we're supposed to be making. We're supposed to be shutting this down and moving it out. We should be blowing up all their shit and dragging them out of here, right? And so, so, did you say that on the closed calm? Yeah, I'm on a closed calm. He's got to close my mask because I can't see a, a scenario where we're supposed to come in here and shut this down, but let the people that are making this stuff just do their thing once we're finished. What's the point of that? Why are we here? We need to take them with us. They need to be in front of Alice to find out, you know, so that she can figure it out. Because we're just supposed to be muscle. We drag them in there and let them figure it out. That's what we're doing. Can I hear him through an earpiece or something? Yeah, it's coming through on your earpiece. It, to the um, here, to the extent that they can hear what's being said through your open. So Clemens looks at you like, and he can sort of like hear, like the Charlie Brown talk, kind of through mm-hmm. your speakers. He can't make out words, but he knows that a conversation is being had around around the room. And he sort of looks around where everybody is, sees Adira next to the computer, and uh, his eyes sort of go wide and go, oh, we already have a problem, don't we? I don't know what you're talking about. Chen, did you leave your terminal logged in again? And Chen, Chen sucks at her job. Chen <laughs> turns a bright, bright red and d- swings around on Adira and goes, that's private! This Obviously, is my gun. Private enough. Okay, so she's 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 like just like infuriated. You see her hand twitching. So she put the gun down on the desk next to her, but you see her like she's twitching for it. She's Mine's yeah. She's out. she's not there yet, but she's creeping. I go, I go. Those kind of movements are are not going to be tolerated. And I raise my gun and I, I use my other hand to pick her gun up. Okay, uh, roll a roll intimidate check. Ooh, that did not work. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, so she sees you start to start to go for it, and she and she makes a go for it too. So what kind okay. of is there's an opposed roll at that point? Yeah, once you do a uh, once you do a once you do an athletics check, and just have, we'll just have opposed okay. athletics checks. Oh, oh, tie! Whoa! It's a tie. And then their okay. hands touched on the gun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, now roll. Now roll. We're gonna roll opposed streetwise checks. Streetwise. Mm-hmm. Ooh, not that oh, okay. Four. So God. just like just like it was weird that she knew the sort of street slang that Adira uh, was was speaking there a second ago. That was odd. Not not expected. She also, for uh, apparently, is no stranger to some knockdown dragouts. She elbows you. Uh, uh, she elbows you, kind of like on the funny bone, and you can, ah, your hand kind of goes numb for a second, and she grabs the thing again, not pointing it at you. She's just like, "This is mine, and you can't have it." So there's no. She's she's not like you know aiming it at you, but she's like just like she's very proprietary, very protective of her computer, even though she's the one that left it on. She's very proprietary, very protective of her laser gun because that's hers. You can't have it. You know, these guys upstairs love fighting. If shooting starts here, they're going to come down and join us. Well, they can't because I've locked the elevator again. So there. I look at her. You know, I'm not my my gun doesn't waver. And I just go, I I just kind of nod and give her a wink. (laughs) (laughs) Game respecting game. Exactly. There There you go. All right. Good. All right. So 
for the moment, I mean, tensions are high, but not, we're not boiling over just yet. So Clemens sees this and he says, oh, we're working on a deal here. Let's not get, let's not be so hasty. Let's really keep a lid on things. So right now the deal on the table is we turn over the information that you've already taken. You take us with you. We part ways. And you don't reveal your intercession to anyone here except for your employer who you tell me knows how to keep a secret. Is that, is that do we have that? Is that, is that our agreement? And 5,000 credits apiece. And 5,000 credits apiece. And what did you That's, want to say, Red? I was say, how are they supposed to keep you safe if you're just running around the galaxy? Yeah, I and why would we let the people we came to get go? That makes no sense. We came to get them. Ken Shadow uh, rolled a successful bluff check a little while ago. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I mean, oh, know, so we're out, not out, of, out of character, I already told you what my intentions are when my helmet was down. They're not the same thing as what my intentions are when my helmet is up. Yeah, he's, understood. He, okay, that's yeah, cool. he's, he's the only he's the only one with the helmet up. Everybody else is still helmet down, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So so Ken Shadow's like your mouthpiece, and he's telling the guy, "Totally, dude, we're letting you go." He ran. He he did a successful bluff check earlier. This is absolutely yeah. You bet, man. Whatever you say. We just need to we just need to get this place shut down. And you guys out of here. Because you want to make a quick buck, right? Five thousand credits. It's to, I, I got I got I got to have one other piece of information here. What are you guys? You guys have knowingly put out some pretty bad stuff, and it's in your best interest to fix this the stuff that's out there, right? He puts his finger up and he says, "We are in business to have repeat business. We did not put anything out there that was dangerous." We have your word for it that this is that whatever's going on upstairs is our fault. And Chen here seems to think that I had something to do with it, which well, is not I true. Of, I have a way to prove it. And I, I, I pull some blue packets out of my pocket that I pulled out of the last thing. Test this. Well, Chen. And Chen looks over it and kind of looks at it and just like and holds it up to the light and goes, it does look like our packaging and it does look like our formula. Okay, buddy. What's on your mind? We're all friendlies. So let's just... Friendly. Some say he once got potassium and oxygen to go on a date, and that everything went okay. But all I know is he's called the Shiv, and he'll put together this week's feedback. Okay, that one's that for all was you. that was bad. That one's for all you chemistry aficionados out there. All right, good job, Shiv. Actually, I know I know who wrote that joke. That was that was first first problems. First first problems wrote that joke <laughs> this week. So, good job. And recap of last week's community question. What are your preferences these days? An open and procedurally generated world or something like a little artisanally crafted? I, I hope Sean weighed in, but... Uh, it, oh, he did, he did. Don't worry. Well, he, you, I'll, give, I'll give Sean to you, like I always do. No, no, no. That, that Sean, the artisanally crafted Sean. Oh. <laughs> no, I didn't get anything from him. Amontillado writes in, like the realism versus fun argument, I think sandbox versus handcrafted is a false dichotomy. It shouldn't be one or the other, but rather a combination of both. I want the illusion that seemingly everything I choose to do will be reacted to by the game in a satisfying manner. I want to be able to shape my game experience towards my own preferences and see my creativity expressed in a multiplayer game. At the same time, I want a handcrafted, detailed setting that I can lose myself in, one that has an artistic depth open to discovery. A random mishmash devoid of design will disappoint more often than delight. Give me the depth of an artisanal creation along with the wide freedom to do what I want. Cheers. Hashtag Monty's right. 
And I say hashtag, that's a tall order. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Everything is spot on, but I think it's a tall order. He's asking a lot there. Well, I, we touched on just a little bit earlier, kind of with the paint job thing, right? Yeah. There's some things that are hard to do in an MMO that even if you, and, and, then, and then versus something in a single player game, if it's not easy, you can get away with it. Uh, like the ability to paint whatever you want on the side of your ship. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the finding that balance and striking that balance is, is is tough. Sean Newboy writes in and says, "Wonderful show, everyone. Great job. Put me in the procedural camp when dealing with the vastness of space, quantity over quality, and when given the chance, make the hack. Don't trust the baddies." I think he's talking about the RPG there, right? Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how that turns out. We'll see how it turns out. All right. Well, here we go again. We 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 hear from not Clown Bobo, but his aunt has written back in again. Uh, apparently, Clown Bobo is still stuck in a space time rift or something. Uh, but Bobo Elk writes in and says, "Sirs, I do only have a few moments to spare before the Magdalen College Oxford Ladies versus Gents Archaeological Cosplay LARP event begins. This month it is the Laras versus the Indies again." I predict there will be no repeat of the absolute drubbing we received last time out. The provost has finally returned to me my dual Heckler and Koch USP airsoft pistols, but only upon my word that I won't target above the shoulders anymore. Now, where was I? Oh, yes, yes, the note. Yes. Bobo asked that I communicate the following directly to Tony. <clears throat> I quote, Let them come. There is one clown yet in Austin who still draws breath. And for as long as I may live, our minority opinion cabal shall never be less than two. Yes, two. Tawanda, end quote. And then there was this. Then he puts a link into uh, uh, a, a oh photo, my God. which is, <laughs> is both poor is timing so and absolutely. Oh, uh, it's, it's the best. That is it's, the best. It's, it's, yeah, it's both. I got to do the word picture thing now. So it's both poor timing and absolutely perfect timing, given my, given my rant earlier in the show that he uh, highlights or he links to a picture of one of my political campaign headshots that's been all like, you know, graphically altered and stuff over the uh, bold print hashtag right uh, on uh, underneath it. So, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, touche, touche, Bobo Elk, uh, good timing and, and, and bad timing both. Well done. Uh, Bobo Elk finishes up by saying, Really, I have no idea what any of this could possibly be about. I only just found it in my email junk file. Can't say with a straight face that it shouldn't have stayed there, too. I just don't understand these modern enthusiasts. Sincerely, B. Elk. Hashtag, the frogs have boiled over. Hashtag, the flavor aid is a lie. Hashtag, Tony is right. I have to say, you know what? what's interesting here? They said Clown Bobo was in the future. And he predicted, making that picture, that you were going to go all super crazy politics tonight. That's what that was all about. That is a little in the spooky. future, man. That actually is a little spooky. That's, that's weird. Unless you're Clown that's... Bobo and you sent that to yourself. And you spent a week photoshopping that for yourself, didn't you? That's weird. You need help, man. Like, you need to talk that's... to, like, a therapist or something. Be like, yeah, I spent, like, two weeks photoshopping myself in this, in this picture with the word right under it. <laughs> yeah, you should talk to somebody. That's exactly what I've done with my time. Yep, precisely so. H. Allen writes in and says, uh, "Where is Adira's computer dump going? A Star Citizen combination shower toilet quantum drive into a can of floor wax? Oh, into her hand comp. I'll stay tuned. Enjoy the show and really enjoyed the story. Where can I download that sweet, sweet picture of Judy Dench to use on my 
NSFW desktop wallpaper image on my supermarket seafood counter PC. Not <laughs> safe for work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm ambivalent to the gaming environs, but uh, unequivocally in favor of the co-op play option. One method is not better than the other. Artisanally crafted procedural logic gives the playing field a head start with minimal resources loaded into the console PC. But it does not necessarily mean it's the end of level creativity. Hashtag Jeff Might Dust. Hashtag Wipes for Clowns. Hashtag Computer Drive Love. Wipes for Clowns. I'm, I'm not I'm not getting I, that one. I Jeff. know, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I don't okay. know those hashtags, man. Computer drive love, I'm sure, is a is a hashtag that is a thing. Yeah, yeah. Wipes yeah, for clowns. I don't want to look at that hashtag. That's weird. No, <laughs> I don't know. I'm afraid. I'm afraid of googling that one. Actually. And in general feedback, Colin Ford writes, "I can't believe it. I'm going to agree with Tony a little bit. I'm about 95% happy with the proposals, and I think the only issue I have is with the initial honk. Normally, when exploring, what I do is honk a system and then go looking at planets." which seem interesting from the system map. I'm concerned about wasting my time scanning a system which will turn out to be nothing but unlandable ice planets. However, in order to get around this, may I suggest that when the honk is fired off, you still get the system map populated as it is, but the orbital lines and the locations are not updated in the navigation panel or the, in the heads-up display. In order to get a planet and their orbit lines to appear in the navigation panel, get the money for the scan and get the first discovered by, you have to use the new mechanics to find the exact location of those planets in the system. I believe this would satisfy both camps. You'll quickly be able to quickly eyeball the system in the system map to decide if you want to explore further and if you want to explore that system. I reckon the new mechanics will be faster than flying to every planet to get the first discovered by. You'll still have to fly to a planet to get the first map by, but that's new functionality and reward, so the extra motivation to try it out. Commander Phoenix, D-Fire, Lave Radio. P.S. Ban pineapple pizza, haggis pizza rules. We can't start this debate again. There will be no haggis pizza. That's horrible. This is, this is where I accuse Jeff of writing in feedback. Because no one, <laughs> no one else would say haggis pizza rules. That is that is just not possible. I, I, don't, I don't believe it for a second. I tell you, if, if you're a Highland Celt, haggis pizza rule rocks, man. <laughs> All right. Well, th to the more substantive pieces of the uh, of the feedback, not the slices down there at the bottom. Uh, no, I, th I think that's fine. I think that some compromise between the honk and fly away uh, and the playing the minigame to get all the data, I think that some compromise is appropriate. I'm flexible on where the compromise is. This is okay. But some some they need to... They need to walk it back a bit. That's that's what I think. I think he's got a lot of good points, but I think... I, I, I don't know. I don't want to see the whole thing revealed. I, I like the idea that we've got to hunt for this now. There's something to discover. Especially since the planets you find, when you map them, you'll find interesting things on them. They won't just be like, oh, the alien ship's been crashed there since the beginning of the game, but nobody bothered to look in that particular canyon in the shadows. You know what I mean? That's yeah. well, the thing of the there's past a, now. There's a I think there's a difference between... Getting a system scan, okay, I got these, I, I, I jump into a system, I hit my honk, and okay, I've got nine planets and a couple of moons, okay? And I fly I fly off. If I'm an explorer, that's when the, the explorer mechanic comes in and 
I go in, I go deeper in depth to, to scan more. I mean, uh, basically they're taking a time, in my opinion, this is just my opinion. They're, they're taking a, a time sink and creating more time, you know, yeah. If you're jumping to go to market somewhere and you're opening up new market opportunities in some place you've never visited before, getting a little extra dough from the from the system scan data is 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 kind of nice. Uh, but if you're gonna make people slow down and 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 do this, it's just it, it's gonna drive people batty. Here's the thing: you still get money from a quick scan. And what you're describing is how this affects your gameplay in a minor way because you might not get a few extra credits here and there. But for an explorer, now we have something to do. It's something I'm not, that I'm has not asking really you to not do us. it. You know? I'm just saying that there's a better there there's there's a compromise there where where you you can separate the the system data from the deeper scans. And I think that's what they're doing with letting you get some credits for a honk and saying, here, you found a star, you know a little bit about it. But if you want to know about the planets, you got to work for it. I love that idea. The debate is whether or not, and I think that between Jeff and Henry, it's exactly perfect. Jeff says they're taking a time sink and just sinking it deeper. Henry says, well, that trade-off is I'm going to be more playing. I'm going to have more things to do during that time sink. And I'm going to have a new way to do it, and it's going to unlock new opportunities to, for enjoying myself. And that's that. That's where it is right there. For on the one hand, it's you're taking the same amount of stuff, the planet data, and just putting it behind a deeper time sink. One is I'm doing more gameplay to get to that. And uh, yeah, and it's not a, it, it, it might be a time sink, sure, but it's not, it's not a grind. You know, we're not exploring to collect something yeah, that we need um, a million of to do something. The G When you scan but, something, yes, you get a reward true. for it. And that's what that's you true. went there to do, was to find something anyway. And it might be something yeah. cool, it might not, but you get your reward either way. And you right. got to play with the tools, the, you know, the toys, you know, in the meantime right. to do it. So I, I love it. Until the next thing, the next widget that Frontier has to put behind a time wall, and then this mechanic becomes part of that time wall. I don't right know where it's not part there. of any grind. That's speculation, <laughs> I think. That's, that is speculation, Counselor. You are correct. But I think, uh, I think time will bear me out that the next time they want us to achieve a certain reward or unlock a certain a piece of gear or a hull or a, a relationship of some kind or reputation, they're going to put it behind this scanning game. Yeah. I guarantee it. Guarantee. I totally put Don't you behind your picture with the word right under it for that whole rant. <laughs> damn straight. You are damn straight, Bobo Elk. That is correct. Yeah. The only question uh, is how long it takes. Is it a month after they introduce the mechanic, or is it six months? I don't know. I'll, t- I'll take the bet on that. But it's only a matter of time. Rising Death writes in and says, Again, a great show. It's impressive how you create such high-quality content for us each week. I know, and we're not working with much here, guys. Believe me, it's, it starts at the top. As I'm listening to Guard Freak while commuting more than once, I get unintended attention from my fellow travelers when your discussions make me burst out in laughter. And then he puts LOL. He's, he's doing it right as he writes the feedback. It's fantastic. Until now, I didn't have the chance to watch the new Rebel Galaxies game trailer as an ED player and SC waiting for her, making something English out of that, please. Uh, would you tell me what makes this game different besides single player? Question mark. Well, well, I, that, that's an excellent question for discussion. Jeff, what makes Rebel Galaxy Outlaw different from ED and SC? 
Well, um, the first thought I had when I saw this was that it was, you'll have to turn on your timey-wimey uh, uh, goggles and, and go back in time to the the great early days of X-Wing versus TIE Fighter or uh, Privateer and get to get that feel of joy of, of just romping around the galaxy having fun. It's simpler. Yeah. It is. I mean, it, it's, it's not, it's, yeah. There's nothing pretentious about the game. Yeah, you don't have a, you don't have a million buttons to push. You don't have a you know you don't have uh... all the stuff we love about a lot of space sims won't be there. There's still something that's like all the things we're saying. You don't have this. You don't have that. That's shit I like. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like, I like all that. I'm like, but in this case, I'm so yeah, excited about it. Still, well, it's it's yeah, yeah, it's the I mean, number one, it's the vibe, right? Like Jeff's saying, it, it harkens back to those earlier space sims when you might have had a 50 page manual. But by the time you got done reading that 50 pages, you knew everything about the game. It was all there in the manual. It's not like you had. It's not like there. You had. It's not like you had forums to go search. That wasn't a thing. If it wasn't in the manual, they really couldn't put it in there because there was no one to ask for help. So they had to get it all out there, and they had to put it all in, an, in a into a digestible format, which was either on the screen or in a paper book. And so it. it it feels like that old time simplicity is there. There could be a lot of layers underneath it because we do have forums and 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 uh, uh, beta patches and and beta point two patches and all these other things that can come out. But it feels like those old time ones, and that's exa- and yeah, the vibes there. That's for sure. Plus that music, man. That soundtrack just gets me every time. Ken from Chicago writes in. He goes, "Was Tony concussed before Friday night's at Guard Freak live stream?" No, he was behind a time sink. <laughs> Actually, he was concussed after it several times. <laughs> Multiple. <laughs> and Henry's still in the time sink. He seemed confused how game patches work and whether they replace previous patches. Yes and no. New patches can add new features to a MMO and can replace old features of an MMO. How is it, it's how it's worked for 20 years. Should Star Citizen imitate no... Oh, thank you, Ken. Should Star Citizen imitate No More Sky and announce up-and-coming features that will be added to the game until after they've been added, or should CIG, since it's being crowdfunded, heed Tony's advice to be transparent to all its backers and give us a schedule? Their best estimate as to what features they are working on and plan to add to the game and approximately when. If neither, what should CIG do? Maybe I was concussed. It's possible. I mean, you know, I maybe know, you're my, still maybe behind I'm a time sink, man. It, yeah, it, yeah, you, yeah you it's just the time, time dilation. You like those time. You like those time sink. You you, you got to honk the honk the feature and then and then wax uh, poetically on how great it is. Or use floor wax. Uh, I could also use floor wax That's during the honking. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, no, but the, the the I think I think the, the confusion comes in when they've made a fork, right, of of some kind. There's the OCS plus three point three, and there's the three point three without OCS. They're gonna have two different testing environments going. Eventually, they're gonna have to merge them back in. So it's it's more of a how they're gonna put the thing back together again once they've had these separate testing paths. That was that's that is my curiosity. I think we got it figured out by the time the conversation was over. I don't think that's really how it'll work, Tony. I think they will test both and then once the feature you know, all the features will be in one and then all the features minus OCS in another, 
And then once OCS is working, then they get rid of the one where they're testing all the features minus OCS. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what we said. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's that's where we <laughs> that's ended up. We that's ended where up we ended up last time. They just they just cut that branch off. Gotcha. It's like yeah. that's yeah. That well, one, it just seemed like just... you were confused as to how they'd merge them. They wouldn't merge them. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, it, but yeah, the 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 patch will have to be sort of vetted, right? I mean, so like they'll have all the things. I mean, maybe they're not going to mess with the 3.3 without OCS at all. They'll just put all the fixes into the 3.3 with OCS stuff, right. and not bother with patching 3.3. So there won't be a 3.3.1, a 3.3.2, a 3.3.3, or a 3.3.4. They're going to go straight to 3.3.5, and that's only going to be the one branch. I, that's probably how it's going to happen. I mean, I think that's where we, maybe where we ended up. I think but, so. Yeah. I mean, but we could be wrong. We don't know. Um, and uh, and back to the whole schedule thing. Stick to that. My my whole thing. Think, stick to that schedule, man. If you say you're going to do it once a quarter, just do it once a quarter. What's ready is ready. What's not is not. This middle stuff with with the thing and the couple weeks afterward and the delaying for the hype and no, just boom, boom, boom. Pick with it. Stick with it. No new Patreon this week. No random winner. But Tony has a thing to say. I do. I have a thing to say. All right, so we've been working on new Patreon levels. We're going to announce them here and get some feedback. They're going to go into effect, and unless there's a huge outcry and uh, a major protest, we'll probably go with this. But here, here's what we're going to do uh, for, for patrons from now on. And hopefully, if it does stink, you'll, you won't be shy about it. So currently, our, 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 most of our patrons are at the $1.25 per show level. works out to about 5 bucks a month when we put out four shows a month. So we're sticking with that as our entry-level show. You're going to still get the live show, which you always will. Plus, what we're going to do is we're going to uh, put like a um, – it's going to be a clock, essentially. After six months of at this $1.25 patron level, you'll get a T-shirt, a Guard Frequency T-shirt, manufactured by our Henry, our good friend Henry, uh, mailed to you. So you get the live show plus a shirt at the entry level. If you bump that up to a buck twenty-five, you'll get the same – uh, live show access plus uh, our EDRPG compendium. That's two fifty. Uh, Not buck twenty. That's two fifty. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. The next one up is two fifty. You get the you get the shirt after three months because you're paying twice as much. You get it twice as fast. You'll get the EDRPG compendium, which is our uh, is access to our uh, condensed file, the one that has the the game, but it's just the game. Uh, we have Adventure 1, or about to finish Adventure 2, so you have access to all that. And plus, as we go on, you'll get access to the complete adventures once they're done uh, going forward. Uh, and that's at the 250 level. The next one up is 320, uh, sorry, 375. You get all that stuff, plus you're going to get our Nuggets catalog, which is all of our preludes uh, back from Episode 50 forward. from So 50 to current day, everything that's a prelude or a sketch or a Nuggets for Nuggets um, silliness. Because uh, we used to call our prelude sometimes Nuggets for Nuggets, uh, that'll go out there uh, and for those uh, patrons, uh, and you'll get your shirt after two months. Uh, the next one after that is seven fifty, and you get your shirt after one month. Uh, subscribed there, plus you get all the other stuff too. And then we've got uh, fifteen dollars, uh, and you get your show after uh, one month, and we'll throw in a bonus shirt. And then at uh, thirty dollars a show, I'm putting it out there just in case you really really love us. Or you want to get your shirts really fast because you'll get all that other stuff plus three shirts at that point. Now, the other two shirts, we're still in the process of designing. So don't feel obligated to jump right to that $30 level right away or to the $15 level right away because we still need to 
get all the artwork, all that figured out. But the other stuff's ready to go. So that's what we're going to put out in our Patreon stuff. People who have already historically donated lots of money to us will just go ahead and give you the shirt now. So don't feel like if you're a longtime subscriber, don't feel like you've got to jump up to that next level uh, to to get that. If you've been with us for a long time, we're going to take care of you. Um, if you have questions, message us on Patreon and we'll get you taken care of. Um, but yeah, so don't feel like you don't feel obligated to jump up to those higher levels if you want the shirt faster if you've been with us for a long time. Uh, so uh, that's the plan. Let me know what you guys like or don't like about it. And uh, hopefully uh, you'll uh, really want a t-shirt really bad and uh, jump in on the uh, on the subscriber list and help us make uh, the best damn space and podcast ever. And this week's community question. Are you looking forward to Rebel Galaxy Outlaws ship customization? How can a developer put such a feature into an online game without reaping the consequences of um, artistic freedom? And otherwise, how is the show? Should we start designing our own custom squadron paint color scheme for Rebel Galaxy? Or should we stick to our usual crayons and finger paints? Drop us an email, a tweet, or comments on our show posts, which you can find on our website and over on our Facebook page. And that brings us to the end of episode 231 of Guard Frequency. We'll be back with episode 232 on October 9th, 2018, so be sure to keep an ear out for our shows over at GuardFrequency.com. We'd like to thank the entire team at Guard Frequency and the Priority One Network. Thanks to our community manager, Justin Chivalry Bean Lowmaster, our artist, Ben Sanders, our elite contributor, Baxter, and of course, our audio engineers, Mikey Lennon and Bill Hardy. Thanks to our syndication partner, The Bass, and special thanks to Ronald Jenkins for his permission to use his music in our show. Visit RonaldJenkins.com for more of his excellent work. But above all, we especially want to thank you folks for tuning in. If no one's listening out there, the deep black gets pretty lonely. Reduce thrust. Your Facebook's an important part. <laughs> Your Facebook's feed- really important. Next, we'll get the news from the Deep Black with Spencer McDonough on Galactic Public Radio. Then Commander Kinetic Impulsor types while I'm reading, which is going to make me kind of stumble a little while I wait for him to finish. And still typing, so here we go one more time. Maybe? Almost? Almost. <laughs> all right there you go sorry i got there didn't know what to do so. that's all right no I, I, I forgot i needed to change that part that's all right we ready yeah go for it cool next we'll get the news from the deep black with spencer no nope, Mc- we're not hold on sorry <laughs> next we'll stop henry from trying to read his lines one more time that's right we'll cut him right in the middle of it <laughs> lace up your booties campers it's time to head out to the flight deck one more time. That one yeah. needed a little. Yeah, that one needed a little. That one needed. Don't you think, Jeff? Don't you think? I don't know. Yeah, more need punch. A little, it needed a little, a little yeah. up your butt there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Any better? That'll, okay. that'll that'll work. That'll work. That'll work. I could do some Tony's a dick on it if you want. No, no, it was it was fine the way it was. It just it was more like it was more like. It was what you said. Like no, I totally okay. needed to. I, I read it yeah. and then had to like swallow yeah. in the middle. So there was a nice yeah, pause. It, there it was, it was like, it, you, you had okay, guys, let's there. go to the flight hey, deck. I everybody. guess. Hello, Tigger. Come Hello, on, Piglet. guys. Let's go to the flight deck. Okay, we'll stop there.
All right. Well, uh, besides well, that, uh, we can move on to what? Elite Dangerous. Oh, you oh. weren't going to ask me about about this. I mean, you know, well, you, you, you were just chat, I, I, you were just chatting hang on, away. Hang you know, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me let me let me paint a word picture for our listeners here. So uh, so Jeff Jeff was uh, typing on his computer. He has literally lit up a smoke. Lit up, lit up a little cigar, and he's leaning back in his chair, just sort of like, you know, just sort of taking it in, blowing a cloud up, just kind of chilling out. I mean, there was the body language here was, ah, you kids, you rascally kids. And he's just sort of like, and, he, and I'm like, okay, well, moving on. And he's like, what? 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 Like, I'm not, uh, Jeff, I apologize. I think he was settling Please. in for his commentary. He was that settling, settled in, in, buddy. He was settling you in. ready to he go? Se- <laughs> I'm ready to go. Sit back for radio greatness, everybody. Here we go. Uh, Mikey, for sound editing, I'd want to uh, I want to make sure that we have check my junk uh, in the sound <laughs> for, for for future reference. All right, anybody got anything else that they want to discuss this evening? I don't know. Have we made our audio oh. engineers mad yet? Have we gone long enough to do that? No, no. We're at thirty three minutes, and if we quit now, Mikey was going to just like pee himself with happiness. Yeah, we can't this have like, that. This will be you, the... no, like a happy no, audio we... engineer doesn't do a good job. They got to suffer to for their art. You know what I mean? They have to suffer for their art. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, keep, Henry. Uh, Henry, I want you to keep saying. Now, I want you to keep saying words slowly and carefully, so they can cut them up and piece them back into weird right. orders to make you say something terrible. That, that's what needs to happen. That would make it like They're going to make me suffer for my art now. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding, guys. This is Tony GPR Sync One. This is Jeff GPR Sync Two. And oh yeah, Henry. See, this time I waited for Henry, and Henry's on this one. All right, and GPR in three, two. An alliance counselor, Elijah Beck. Did Elijah get in this? <laughs> Somehow. <clears throat> He's everywhere. He's the overlord. Yep. Finally, Mold Federal Mining Incorporated of the bank. <laughs> I know you told me this. It's pronounced Anseeth. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, no new Patreon this week, and therefore no new random winner. But Tony has a thing to say. Okay. <laughs> go, go ahead and do it one more time. Nicely done, though, Jeff. It's so good. much fun good. when Tony writes while we're speaking. It's so difficult. I meant, I meant to go back in and copy and paste this thing from this other document, and I forgot to do it. I'm, cu- I'm going to cut and paste it here right now. Uh, he's going to accidentally cut or paste Clown Bobo's feedback from next week, which he's already that's written. Right. I'm, I, I've, already, I've already worked on it. I've already... Uh, da, 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 da. Somebody make good radio while I'm doing this. Girl from Ipanema. I'm or waiting for Jeff. Uh, Go ahead, Jeff. <laughs> make good like, radio, yeah. Jeff. Nah, I just don't feel it tonight. Just not feeling it. Let's just have a moment of silence for the show because That's there's right. no good radio. <laughs> there's no good radio. Have a, have a moment of silence for good radio. <laughs> that's great. I wonder if that's ever been done. Probably not. I wonder if those words were ever said. Let's have a moment of silence for good radio. Probably not, because that was a boring moment. That's why it was short. <laughs> it's very short. Check my junk. Big floppy shenanigans. <laughs>